I'm thinking I'm hot. All black gon' roll up, sneaking a spot. It's a rap, hope y'all ain't thinking I stop. Cause I won't, I ain't leaving yet. I need a check, grab your keys if you need to jet. And hello once again, it's the Boat Show, boys over analyzing things. Can't even count, keep count of how many episodes we're in right now. But that is why we've got the great producer, JD, handling all of those yes. minor little details. And he'll make sure we all <laughs> sound amazing and lovely when we share the show. Hub, it's good to see you once again. We got Joe and we got JD. I am CG. We got three great topics for you this afternoon, wherever you are. But one thing to be excited about, baseball is back. Live sports are back. So before we get into anything, you guys are pretty excited about live sports, right? I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. I I, JD and I are rocking the Dodger gear as we speak, bro. Yeah, yeah, I've seen I'm ready. Dodger blue, rocking the Dodger blue. Joe, very happy that the baseball season is underway. Are you just as excited for the Dodger blue? Absolutely. So we uh, got all big the year. Dodger love in here. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm yeah. a little upset that Clayton Kershaw is on the IL to start the year, but they're stacked. <laughs> surprise, I'm not about it. surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. He probably went to the training room and they were like, oh, great, COVID-19. He was like, no, actually, it's back stiffness, guys. <laughs> and, then they go, and then they go, right, so COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> Boys over analyzing things. we got a great show here on tap for you. Hub, let them know where they can find us on social media before we get started on today's show. Facebook, IG, Twitter, at Boat Show Team. Hit us up. Send some comments. Get, give us some ideas for topics you want to hear us talk about. And, and most importantly, make sure you get to those podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify, and share, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. And as always, thank you for the support. Yeah, talking about hot topics, and we got into Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith last weekend. It seemed like a lot of people were talking about a hot button issue like that. So this week's first topic that we're going to jump right into, and it's something that you guys expressed to me when we were talking in the production meeting, is Kanye West is making a presidential run in 2020 because anything goes in 2020. And his uh, slogan, as I am seeing it correctly, uh, and I'm not sure if this is 100% accurate, but apparently his slogan is yes. With an okay. exclamation mark. We'll go nice. with that. Uh, exclamation mark. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hashtag 2020 vision. So uh, Kanye is running for president. Uh, as you would kind of suspect, it's not as simple as Kanye is just running for president. There's a lot of other things that are going on surrounding this topic. Um, so I don't know. Whoever wants to kind of take this one first and, and discuss Kanye, this presidential run, whatever's going on with his family and back and forth. And and it seems like it's reality TV played out in front of us. Uh, Hub, you're nodding. JD's kind of looking your way. What do you think? Right. Um, it's funny because I've been very vocal about Kanye for some time now. Um, I, I said many, many years ago, I'm no doctor, so let's not get it twisted. But I said many, many years ago, it seemed to me like he had a mental illness. And when his mom passed away, things really kind of derailed for him. And it sounds like that's what happened. He's been diagnosed with bipolar. And to be perfectly honest with you, I have done a complete 180 on this, on this situation, on the Kanye situation. After seeing the South Carolina rally that he did, I, I, I began to feel awful about anything I may have ever said, uh, with a negative connotation to him being crazy or, or anything like that, because dude, bipolar is a real serious thing. That's, this is not a joke. And he's been diagnosed. He actually, I think it was either 2015 or 2016. I'll have to look it up. He was involuntary admitted involuntarily admitted to a hospital. I mean, this is like, this is not a, uh, 
it's not just some dude who's got some radical thinking. This is a guy who has a real, real problem. And I even did some research on it just because I wanted to have a better grasp of it. It is a serious, serious thing. So my position is complete. I, I want the guy to get some help. And I think, you know, we can bash Kim Kardashian all we want, but she, the thing she put out there was totally true. I think if people need to, uh, take the position of willing to help rather than just bashing him for quote unquote being crazy. But some people might not know the madness that's just kind of going along with this. You're talking about the uh-huh. mental aspects to Kanye and, and personality. And you, you follow Kanye and been against uh, whether you're with him against him mm-hmm. as a as a rapper and in, in, in that world. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is a totally different situation because we're talking yes. about an actual legitimate presidential run in 2020 right. against, you know, presumably Donald Trump and, and Joe Biden. So right. I, I think it's just the course of what's been happening along in this past week and maybe the past two weeks. And maybe, Joe, you can kind of enlighten us a little bit on just the madness that's going on. I think that's where the people that are listening right now that are checking out the show, they might not even know what is going on with this whole ordeal. Like it's, it's simple for Kanye to just say he's running for president, but it's not even legit that we're sure he is. Maybe he's not, you know, like, what do you think it is, Joe? I I don't. Part of it's, I think, I think part of it is mental, like Hub said, but the other part of it, I think has, he is very eccentric as we've seen. Um, he considers himself a mogul of many things besides uh, music, uh, shoes and clothing and whatever else. And obviously he's hooked up and connected with the Kardashian clan or the evil umpire, as I like to call them. Um, so part of me thinks that it started off as a, you know, kind of a publicity thing because he said he was running on the birthday party and this, that and the other thing, he, you know, he, he he said a bunch of stuff. The South Carolina rally, yeah, probably came to a head. And I don't know how much that had to do with – see, here's the thing. We don't know what's going on. I don't know what what behind the scenes uh, – it sounds like in reading that him and Kim have been having issues since Jump. Now, I don't know if that's all based on his mental issues or if that's based on the fact that he married into the evil empire and he has the best nickname ever for Chris Jenner, which is Chris Jung-un, which is uh, fantastic. I'm going to use that uh, in my uh, life. Um I don't know. I it's hard to say because again, like Hub said, I can't. How how can you bash a guy if he really is has mental issues, which he does? Um, I don't know. Is this him having a breakthrough or a breakdown? I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. It sounds more like a breakdown. Looks more like a breakdown, but maybe it's a breakthrough. So I'm confused though. It sounds like we're kind of defending his position as because we're just kind of saying from a mental aspect, maybe he's just not clicking I, on all cylinders. And that's I, I'm that. I'm 100 defending Kanye. As a as having a mental illness and the dude needs help, I, I'm not defending like, you know, uh, thinking he should run for president. But I think him wanting to run for president, actually holding a rally in South Carolina, is a result of him being having a severe case of bipolar. It's you know, it's just like autism. There's a spectrum to it. So some people have a smaller case, some people have a more fun uh, or a more functional case, and some people have a less functional case. And I don't know, I don't know what his specific is, but clearly he's been actually literally diagnosed with it. So it's it's a real thing. And I think a lot of what you've seen in the last week is is a direct result of it. That's my opinion. So so more on that point. But while I'm going to research a little bit on the platforms that Kanye West wants to run for, J.D., what are your thoughts in here? And uh, he says a million dollars if you have a baby. That's kind of one platform that I heard that is just completely outrageous. But uh, maybe a lot of people say sign me up. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't have much more to say. I think Hub and Joe really hit a lot of the points. I think the one thing that's sticking out to me is is 
And again, like when you're talking about mental illness and you're talking about that that world, I mean, what can you possibly say? I think I was frustrated because on Twitter, you know, a lot of people, uh, especially in the black community, were just jumping right away, trying to jump in and just trying to pile on this while it was happening. And I admittedly, my first reaction was like, what is this dude doing? Like, this is nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I, within 24 hours, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I need, this is clearly an extreme scenario. And I watched the video and I saw him out there publicly kind of doing what he was doing with all these cameras in his face and the things like this dude is not where he wants to be mentally. And, and so I'm trying to figure out like, how does he get to that point where he's actually number one running for president? He says he's running for president. And, and then he's left basically out there just kind of running off and just come saying all this crazy, crazy stuff. It's just nuts. And so I think I get a little frustrated because clearly the guy needs support uh, yeah, he needs at, at all times. Absolutely. Um, and I know the guy's a very, very like he's got a powerful like um, personality, a character. So even before perhaps, you know, let's say hypothetically his his mom's passing away was a trigger that kind of took him to the next level. Like, even before that, the guy had ego and the guy was very confident. So imagine just accelerating all that and just making it worse by just just spinning off. And so I just hope the dude gets the support that he needs. I think that's the part that's frustrating me because I'm a huge Kanye guy. Um, even like, I don't agree with a lot of stuff that he was talking about, like just politically and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think the dude really is like one of my all time great producers and artists in, in music. And I want to see the dude get back to what we all remember. And so he just needs to get there. And I hope people can help him get there. It's interesting. It seems like we don't think it's that outlandish and it's not that surprising not that for he's Kanye. running for president and that we've kind of accepted whether he does or he doesn't. You know, he's got some things that he needs to sort out. But if he wants to run for president, we're just kind of like, OK, I mean, if he wants, to I go think ahead and I run, think you know what it is, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of a t- Antonio Brown now. Like, I feel like Antonio Brown, like all of a sudden he's just had this pattern of just, just erratic behavior that. People are starting to attribute to, okay, maybe it's sports and uh, that Vontez uh, Burfecht, uh, is it Burfecht or Burfecht? I always said his name wrong. Burfecht. When that dude got hit by Burfecht, like the dude changed, like basically indefinitely. Like the dude hasn't been the same ever since. And so now everybody's wondering like, okay, well, what about Antonio Brown? That's that's kind of what I see with Kanye. Yeah. I just think... I, I incur without I I am not a doctor, so I, I I'm trying yeah, to be very either. careful about this. And, and I incur I, what I will say is I encourage you guys to do some research for yourself about what bipolar disorder actually is in its entirety. And some of you will already know it is a serious, serious thing. And watching that rally made me really, really question myself and how I was looking at this. And I did some research and it all makes a lot of sense. And this is not a, it's not a conspiracy theory that he might have a mental illness. He has been diagnosed with bipolar. That is an actual fact. And, and I, I echo James sentiment that I am at the point now where I am hoping that he gets the support and the help that he needs. And that's where I'm at with this. Quick check on the eligibility in order to run for president, candidate seeking nomination by a political party. You've got to uh, show eligibility of broad-based public support, and he or she must raise more than $5,000 in each of at least 20 states. So if you can raise $100,000, you can run for president. Yeah, he was trying to get on South Carolina, but he didn't get the necessary uh, votes or whatever he needed, you know. 
So he, he can, can even get on the ballot. The money. He can get the money together, and if he wants to make a run, he can make a run. As far as what the mm-hmm. ramifications are going to mean for the other two candidates, we shall see what happens in November. All right, we're moving on. Topic number two here, and it's what's in the bubble. The bubble is happening. NBA is getting ready to start. They're starting next weekend. Baseball kicked things off today. Uh, bubble is going on for the NBA, and it seems to be working because players are testing negative for COVID. Uh, some players are still arriving now. Russell Westbrook being the, one of the main ones that we saw that he is now tested negative and he's going into the bubble. But the question that we popped up was what's actually in the bubble? So one of the interesting things that's in the bubble, uh, it's at Disney World, obviously, uh, in Orlando. And we have some questions as far as I I have some questions because Disney World is open. So how I'm is com- the bubble? Com- and I'm completely where- confused by that. <laughs> uh, that makes no sense at all. <laughs> and they said the players are going to get to go on some of the rides. But like, do they close the park at 10 o'clock? And then all of a sudden, uh, y- you know, like I said, Boba Marjanovic is now allowed to come into the park and he can go on all the rides. It, it just some of it doesn't make sense. But they have let six barbers into Walt Disney Resort in Orlando, Florida to cut get that cut. Uh, 300 players hairs across 22 teams in the summer uh definitely if you are cutting one of the big names lebron james or, or somebody mm-hmm. that just does uh a really nice what's what's a really nice haircut in, in NBA fade. just go with the fade classic the fade. Fade. yeah so if they're going with a classic fade certain guys could do it better than others uh, or females uh so you know that they're going to be brought in because they're just boys with this person and they have a reputation it's a sweet gig you get to hang out in the bubble you just get to cut nba players hair all day long um so this is one of the necessity items that was needed for these players. Um, the question to you guys is, what do you want in your bubble? What do you think is a necessity? What kind of item do you need in the bubble in order to make your life more accommodating uh, while you are stuck on a resort? And I, I think Stephen Adams, when, when he had his comments that he's like, look, we're not living in Syria right now. He's like, we're living on a resort and sometimes the food is dry, but whatever. It's not that big a deal. Joe, what do you think? What is in your bubble? What do you absolutely need to have in the bubble if you're playing in the NBA, you're starting, and you need this in order to function for the next couple months. I, you know, I've, I've been thinking about this since we talked about it in the production meeting, and I'm going to keep it PG, but a tavern would be one of them. Uh, I would need to bring in a tavern uh, with uh, a plethora of games inside that tavern. Uh, bar games, you know, pool, darts, shuffleboard, uh, maybe a little cornhole. You never know. Um yeah, that would probably be my essential because after a good game, probably going to drink. And after a bad game, probably going to drink some more. And I like to do it at a nice establishment, not but, in my hotel room. But is that as a fan or is that like legitimately as an athlete? Like we've all played sports. Like, yeah. do you want to grab oh, a cocktail and play some games absolutely. after you Th- unwind and get a If Joe didn't say that, I would have said it. Thousand uh, percent. As I, I need, you, need to, you need to. So even though they're playing a game. And we played a game. You still need a way to unwind just as everybody. It's their job, right? I mean, yeah, it's a great job to have and everybody would love to do it. But at the end of the day, you need to have something to unwind to. And it's not like they're going to. I mean, I could have said like pop a shot. I'll work. I mean, work on my free throws or something. But uh, no, I I want a bar, legit bar that I could sit at, uh, throw a few back, probably have a few too many. Have somebody tell me that's enough. Um, Probably do a little bit of either that or a sports book. I would, but then that's illegal. So, but I would probably <laughs> yeah. be breaking those rules. Yeah. <laughs> like a casino almost, or something. I would almost guarantee, though, for these players, they definitely in the bubble, there is that one bartender that he's volunteered, he or she has volunteered to work every single day of this bubble season. And 
every player is going to be in that lounge or lobby and they'll just turn it into a bar and they can hang out and have cocktails because it's not just the players it's going to be the coaching staff it's going to be But does it have a pool table? Does it have a dartboard? No. Sure. You, need the, you need the ambiance in the atmosphere. You need, the, need you need the bar atmosphere. And I need a cam. He needs the tavern. I need a cam that is specifically <laughs> pointed to the rides because I want to see Boban get on a ride and not break <laughs> sure. his forehead off on on Splash Mountain. I just don't believe it. I don't think it's it's possible. He might have to lay down. Do they have to build a special car? Yeah. I don't how know. T- how tall is he? Oh, He's man. too tall. Like, seven oh, yeah, six or something like that. Seven, I don't know. Six? I'll pull it something up for stupid. you. Here. I'll pull four. it up for you. While I pull up the height of Boba Marjanovic, JD, what do you what do you need? What do you absolutely need there? The bar is gone. You've got a full bar yeah. now. You got a tavern. The, the big you got a vision. barber. Yeah, the big got? vision. The big vision for me, like because I'm next to a theme park, I would like want to get access to like a like a water park. Like I'd want to go down some water slides. That would be pretty cool. But Joe took bar, which would have been my number one. And since he took that, I'm I'm going with my number two, which would be a movie theater. And I would want to go because if I'm an athlete and I'm spending the entire day basically focused on doing physical activity, I got to go to practice. I got to wake up early. I got to freaking go to practice. Like I said, practice. I got to go training table. You got to go to um, the training room and actually get like your body worked on, get your rehab going, all that kind of stuff. If I if the only other thing for me to do is to go back to my room and chill, I'd rather just go into a really dope movie theater, sit and watch preview uh movies that haven't come out yet that we're supposed to i want to get that preview i want to get that preview yeah you want that black widow i want to get a black (laughs) widow heads up i want to get a tenant i want to see tenant Tenant, i want to see all that i want to see all the stuff that was supposed to be out by now and Mm -hmm. i want to i want to get the head start on that so i want to get preview status in a private movie theater with the popcorn flowing and all all the snacks. Fair mm-hmm. fair point there because you definitely know there's certain NBA players that get access to all these things ahead of time. They get the v- videos and movies sent to them and they can watch it at home. So that could be a necessity item that you are talking about bringing in the bubble for them to be able to use. So we've got a bar, we got a movie theater. We're at Disney World. Mm-hmm. This doesn't sound so bad living in the bubble. Nah, uh, this is this but, is good stuff. But really, how vital and essential? I mean, we're. I feel like we're missing something. There, there's got to be something out there that we're missing that is definitely essential and needed for right. these players. Or if we were the players, to be uh-huh. in the bubble. You ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real specific. Oh gosh. Okay. okay. I'm gonna for uh, Gordon Ramsay. I want Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. You bring me Gordon Ramsay in there. This dude is going to oh, he's going to kill it, making you your dinner. And then on the top of that, he's going to be calling somebody on the other team a donkey. He'll give you that fiery speech right when you're about to sit down for dinner before a game. He's got that He's got that protein-packed food for you right before you're ready to go to the game and then give you that fiery speech about how you're about to tear up the other team and all this inspirational stuff. You get like the whole package. He's like a Hell's motivational speaker. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's like a motivational speaker, speaker slash like Michelin star chef slash like UFC trainer. I mean, I'm, I'm all in. I want Gordon Ramsay, dude. I'm like, and, and, and the best part is, is there's like no limit. He can cook it all. So whatever you're feeling, if you want Indonesian cuisine, you want some Chinese food, you want a classic American cuisine, you want some salmon, some fish, whatever, he's going to whip it up. He's going to kill it. And it, and he will not put it in front of you unless it is top-notch quality. That's why I want Gordon Ramsay. That's so, nobody, so nobody wants a personal gym or anything like nah, that. You don't. Nah, want it's already. Good. It's nah. already there. I'm gonna nah, run on the beach, bad. dog. I'm gonna run on the beach. So we want Gordon Ramsay. We no. want a tavern, and we want 
a movie theater. A movie theater with pre- I mean, with maybe, preview, maybe if you wanted to throw in like probably what they're doing now, which you could, I mean, for those of you out there that are in the uh, law breaking stage of your life, uh, you probably, if you figured out how to sneak people in and out, it's probably you could smuggle. You need a good smuggler. Okay. Maybe that so, would be that so would be part two for so me. You're, so you're touching. <laughs> so you're touching on the one thing that is is definitely you know the the clearly the most talked about thing that's gone awesome. on. Weed? It's you want it's a weed why man? The, it's why the anonymous. No, I I think it's the indulgent items that you mm. want to partake in. Yeah. It, the, clearly, the anonymous tip line is in order to you know snitch. It's just a snitch on whatever thing is going on. It's not really about the COVID situation. It's that yeah. Dwight oh, Howard already got such busted. And, <laughs> such and such is sneaking somebody in or wants to bring mm-hmm. somebody back and forth. That's and what so, I need a smuggler on you payroll. Know, you're telling me we want a tavern. We want Gordon Ramsay in a movie theater. It sounds like the bubble should have been in London, England. If we want a tavern and Gordon Ramsay and, and a movie uh, theater. But I'd be fine with that. Outside of that, what, what what we're clearly missing, and we talked about this in pre-production, is that these players all want the you know the side after, action, the, the the after the game kind of pleasantries. The you're, talking oh, to, you're talking oh, to three. Oh, you're, oh, talking wow. to three oh. you're talking to three. You're talking to three married guys with children. You know what I'm bro. saying? Like, what am I <laughs> saying about that? You, you dance around it. You can't <laughs> talk about around it. I'm talking about. Okay. Trying to I want to see the guy. I want to see Frozen too. I thought you were going to be the guy, Joe. They want a fully functional strip bar with poles beyond the eyes can see, and it just got to be stacked with dimes all over the place <laughs> everywhere do we that, see, do people say dimes still yeah, that's that still a thing. What, what is it now what what, what, replaced, what replaced dimes remember dimes back in, like she's a dime what what is it now i don't know yeah, I'm not, i don't know what the kids say man <laughs> we're gonna have to research that we'll get back yep. to you people don't worry don't worry, our audience is already. Sorry, Joe. Like my bad. Keep going. That's, was that good enough for you, Griff? Is that what you wanted no, yeah. to hear? I mean, I think I think it's I think it's definitely something that most players in that bubble are, you know, seeking or trying to find uh, a unlim- way. Unlimited, the air unlimited term for smuggler. unlimited acts. Unlimited yeah, access. Smuggling in your your nine year old kid. <laughs> Un- unlimited access to ease deliveries. How about that? Yeah. What do you think of that? You can get the weed you want. You want sativa. You want some Kush. Whatever uh-huh. you want, you can get in there. Like, yeah, edibles. The, yeah, does NBA still? They don't even test for for uh, marijuana anymore, do they? I don't I even know. No, that's I don't even know. We're to that uh, point. Bill. I retired I mean, five years ago. It wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> unwritten rule. Unwritten rule to test. Yeah, on, pretty much. Yeah, they don't even. I don't know. Yeah. yeah so Boban is seven foot four. By the nice. way, Boban nice. Marjanovic. He is from Serbia, so he's a Serbian basketball player. Um, and you. I think we've covered it all. I think all of those essential items would end up in the bubble. I think they could possibly still end up in the bubble. I think they have access to it. I'm sure Gordon Ramsay could show up and cook for somebody. That's hell some yeah, dude. If he LeBron might cook James, it. He could cook in Joe's tavern, and then Le- everybody could just go there. If LeBron called up Gordon See Ramsay to come cook for everybody, I think it could possibly. It could. That's it could facts. Be probably. Yeah. For the right I, amount I, of money. Yeah. So, exactly. And then and then before we kind of end this category and, and move on to our next topic. What do you think about teams once they get eliminated? Are there going to be players that actually don't want to leave the bubble? That'd be me. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> that would be me. No I'd, be like, I'd be like, hey, so how does this extension work? Like, what? what are you talking about extension? Like, I'm trying to stay here for like a couple, two, three weeks, maybe, you know? <laughs> everything is laid kick out, them out for you. You're not you know? dealing with, you know, the normal daily life of whatever you've got, to, the errands and things that you've got to do. And you're taking care of. They're watching you 24-7. Some mm-hmm. guys may not want to leave. You get to yeah. go to Disney World every day. I, I'm in the bubble, and I lose in the first round. You got to drag me out of there. Look at that. I'm going to be on ESPN, be CNN, Fox. I'm going to be on everything. Just Steve dragging Bubble my heels. 
OJ Simpson's gonna have nothing on me in that white Bronco. You have to find me in this small world, bro. I'll be hiding behind you. And Joe, and Joe, you were talking about there is one player that ha- probably wants nothing to do with the bubble is J.R. Smith because you were talking about kind of what he got involved with, but he he's ready to be out of the bubble. He loves oh the God. bubble. They oh don't want God. him in the bubble because he has a streaming problem uh, and a it's mouth incredible. problem, and he just speaks what he sees, which is it's my type of guy. And he's already been, you know, warned that please don't do that anymore, Jr. Uh, yeah, please. Yeah, the the Lakers are on fire so far in the bubble. By the way, we got Jr. and his whole PR issue, and then fucking Dwight Howard gets called because he's not wearing a mask. It's yeah. like well, oh, wow. And then, it, and an alleged and allegedly LeBron has like a full like wing, wing of yeah. a hotel <laughs> that no one can confirm or deny. Oh god, Lakers, but again, come on. We're talking about more things that aren't surprising. Is anybody the least bit surprised that LeBron would have a complete floor to himself? No, but going back to Boban, I'm going to hit on this. Did they have to bring in did he have to get like a, you know, like I'll take the two queens and he has to put them together or did you know, they did they customize that for him? You know, interesting interestingly enough, so when I was with when I was working in basketball and when I was uh-huh. announcing, we had tall players like that. We had a seven foot seven player at that time. And there were special accommodations that needed to be made ahead of time in order to ensure. And what are those? Spe- but what are those special accommodations? Like, how do they so do that? You got to make sure you always are in the biggest room and the biggest bed. Like, so he's no going to get a, a big so, suite. Big suite. Yeah. And then the only problem was flights because you can't really get away with it on flights yeah. unless you buy a first class ticket for sure. And he just there were just some flights where he just had to kind of bite the bullet and you had to like try to like negotiate oh. with somebody like, hey, can I can I get the aisle seat instead of sitting in row 24 in the middle? Because what, this what, could create right. a problem. Was it, was it at least when you were flying to like Scranton and no, not like, no, and not they were like, like China? International, interna- like international, oh my God, international horrible, flights, dude. international That's flights, oh, and international rough. hotels. If you've ever been international, international hotels are not smaller. Big. Oh yeah, they are 100. tiny. Like Every, shower, yep, are they really? Yep. Oh yeah, Everything dude. is just small, and you're just kind of like there is no suite. It's There's just, no space, dude. No, none. none. The showers are small, <laughs> and and you just have to make it work. Yep. And then you try and complain or ask, and they're just like, ah, I don't understand. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Had no idea. Yeah. I'm not as tra- I'm not as traveled as you guys. Oh man. It's, in Belgium, when I went to Belgium, all the cars are small. Yeah. Everything yeah. is smaller. It's like it's like oh, it, I do the, remember the, that. Yeah. The, yeah. The thought process is what it seemed like to me is like whatever whatever is necessary is what we're doing, not what is not necessary. And it, it, like you don't need all these amenities. This is the space you need to live. This is the car size you need to get around. You don't need the big extra stuff. Right. And, and, it, and, it, and it works for them. But yeah. The one time I actually did leave the continent, I, I remember that it, yeah. I was in the Caribbean and they had like tiny, tiny little cars driving on an island. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Interestingly, we'll see. NBA kicks off next weekend. I know everybody's going to be watching, checking it out, and we'll talk about who's winning, who's losing, what's going on. We'll probably have some Zion talk. We'll have all kinds of things to talk about. Make sure you comment and let us know. Maybe we can talk about some of the NBA topics that you want to talk about if you're watching NBA in the bubble on whatever network you are watching it on. Topic number three, before we get into it, don't forget to follow us and subscribe and follow us on social media hub. Give it to them one more time here before we get into topic number three. At Boat Show Team, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and of course, all the podcasts platforms checks out and subscribe and a quick shout out to all the people that are listening regularly make sure you just let your friends know we appreciate every listener that's taken the time and listening and checking us out some of our family members some of them are friends uh but just keep spreading the word and we'll get this uh 
we'll get this thing blowing up in in no time. And shout out, shout out to our number one fan, Danny. Always much Danny, respect. He is always going to be forever number one. Oh yeah. All right. Topic number three as we get into it here on the boat show, Mike Tyson, ladies and gentlemen, we talked about it on a prior episode, and we were talking about the physical condition he was in. He wasn't just getting in shape just to get in shape. It's very clear mm-hmm. that he wanted to make a comeback. Um, again. This is 2020. Anything can happen. So now Mike Tyson is scheduled to fight, of all people, Roy Jones Jr. um, in an exhibition fight. And I'm going to pull up all the details. Uh, We saw this coming. I don't know if we saw it to this level. The one thing that I messaged you guys about is I can't believe the undercard. Oh, my God. It's embarrassing. It's getting a bit silly to me. And I would be insulted if I was a professional boxer because this is still going to do a really big number from a paper standpoint, I think. It's Jake um, Paul and Nate Robinson. What? Yes. yes. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. And and aside from the actual ridiculousness, like Jake Paul's like six three, dude. And Nate He's Robinson. Like Nate Rob- yes. From basketball, Nate from Robinson. Basketball, Nate Robinson, dog. And Jake Paul, the the YouTube Oh like, Logan Paul. No, it's no, Logan Paul. No, his brother. Jake Paul. Brother. I, I made that mistake. What? The, are you serious? I swear to God, dog. I swear to God. I'm not I'm, even joking. I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's 100% accurate. It's that's, what, that's what's going to happen. So this it's is so going to happen September 12th. It's an eight-round exhibition match uh, fight. And uh, as far it's as where, where, where LA, it right? takes place. Yeah, it but I, not I, be in Los Angeles. It's in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. yeah, I read it. It's, but I don't know where. That was That's what was my question. Okay, so we'll have Tyson, to find that out. Tyson is fifty-four years old. And Roy Jones Jr. is fifty-one. AJ, um, nothing but a number. So, but I mean, he could still swing. But is he going to be able to go eight rounds? Yeah. I mean, if Roy uh, Jones just gets into some decent physical condition, he's only three years younger than him. He got that, like, that glass chin, bro. I used to I, think I Roy Jones. I thought I used to think Roy Jones was invincible <laughs> until he got like knocked on that chin, and I was like, oh, what the heck happened? I thought you were like. The next Mike Tyson. Not, that's not because happen. that's because he was like thirty nine and zero fighting a bunch of people who who made their name fighting in bars, and he never yeah. fought anybody until he finally fought somebody and got his ass whooped. Yeah, I so, thought Roy Jones was this, so money. This is this is gonna move the meter whether you agree with it or not. I know Conor I'm paying for it. And Floyd Mayweather. Oh, <laughs> I already paid for it. Prepaid you know, exhibition type fights. Are <laughs> yeah. just they just yeah. sell. Um, if I, Tyson I, gets a few shots in early, the 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 fight could be over. Yep. Because he just he still hits like Mike Tyson. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know where we go with this I, as far as is it just ridiculous? I still ridiculous? remember is this... the, the one time my dad actually paid for a pay-per-view fight back in the day is when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's <laughs> oh, ear. God. And I just remember how my dad oh, no. reacted in the moment. Just like how <laughs> just just disgusting. Like, just disgusting. Like, I'm never buying a fight again. <laughs> I thought that was so hilarious. My, if you know my dad, my dad is like super chill. Like he yeah. just does not express himself publicly, no, right? And to, no. so to see him be so disgusted was like oh, the ultimate amazing. moment. I wish I was there to see Mr. Dunn do that. Yeah, man. that was hilarious. <laughs> so it's a company called Triller that's helping put it on. There's going to be a 10-part docu-series that's featuring behind-the-scenes yeah. pre-fight footage. And then they're going to have for that. two episodes per week. So it's going to be really I'm actually a whole lead-up and a lot of hype involved with it. I have it. zero interest Joe, in that Joe, I need you to bring the noise, though. I feel like you think this is, I don't know, this is either the greatest thing that's ever happened or this is an absolutely atrocious, terrible idea. Uh, shout out to Roy Jones Jr. for finally taking a fight that's worthy. 
51 years old. Yeah. Um, You know, everybody, I was, for those of you that don't know me and most of you don't, but the ones on this show do, I am the anti-establishment and Roy Jones, while everybody was touting the Roy Jones, he's the greatest to ever walk the face of the earth. You can't name five guys he fought. Actually, I take that back. You can, they're the ones he lost to. Uh, So shout out to Roy for waiting. This, by the way, this match was supposed to happen 20 years ago uh, for real. Because uh, Roy Jones decided to make the jump, and that was going to be his big debut as a heavyweight, was going to be to fight Iron Mike. They were both in their 30s at the time. Uh, Mike was obviously coming off probably some mental health issues of his own, uh, but nonetheless, they were supposed to fight. That never happened, and here we are 20 minutes, 20 years later. Uh, now they're going at it. Uh, Roy Jones should, I mean, I would give. He could last because he could probably run around for eight rounds, but he ain't going to go inside. He didn't want that smoke. Mike's getting knocked out. No, it ain't going to be Mike. I can tell you that. Roy Jones Jones wants no smoke. No. See, but (laughs) what I'm trying to figure out is do you think these guys are really going to go at it 100 or do you think this is like more of an exhibition? Mike doesn't know how to not go 100. When have you, think about Mike. I mean, you watch Mike train, right? We've already seen, we've all seen. Dude, it's not even the training. I've seen him just like trying to do examples of how to throw a punch. Yeah, does it look like he knows how to And and I'm like, (laughs) he can't go. He can't go slow. You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like Rocky Three when he fights, you know, Hulk Hogan, and he's like, "Hey, big fella," and he's like tapping him, and then Hulk just body slams him. That is, Roy's going to be like, "Hey, man, we're going to get some jabs in." He can throw a nice jab, and Mike's going to come with that one-two, and and Roy's oh, going to be man. like, "Hey, man," but he he's going to be talking with his jaw on the yeah. side of his mouth. He's, yeah, uh, he's going to he's going to sound like Kid Cudi's first verse on his new song. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. After, after he gets tapped up by Mike Tyson. He's going to put out a mumble rap song after that yeah, because I'm not going to know where he's at. To go uh, eight rounds, no matter that's what a lot. they've had, that is yeah. a round. at 54 and, and 51, and having been away from, I mean. And, yeah, Mike Tyson's 2005, dude. I mean, we're talking. I know. Plus a decade that yeah. they've been in the ring. Th- this isn't going eight rounds. I if it, it does go six rounds, they're going to be looking like. <laughs> us laying against the wall like this yeah. against each other because <laughs> they're, they're going to be leaning on each other and like man oh, if no. we just hug it out for the next like yeah. nine minutes we're out can we here. can we fool everybody if we just <laughs> if we just wrestle for a little bit jd you have a point go ahead well no i was just thinking in my head like I, my head's just going all over the place because i was thinking like how hard would it be to get through eight rounds of boxing and then i jumped over and i said well mma does five minute rounds right they do three five minute rounds right Mm -hmm. so i'm like which one's harder and then i was thinking about how uh what's his name fought um uh mayweather and how he transitioned over and how that was probably the last fight i was actually interested in because Mm -hmm. boxing has just that was a close fight yeah yeah boxing boxing Mm -hmm. just hasn't been interesting at least to me and i'm not saying i'm like a boxing guy i think i Mm -hmm. i'm like most of america where it's like okay if it's interesting i'll watch it that's me too i'm with you i don't i don't remember the last time other than mayweather mcgregor Mm-hmm. Um, that I was actually interested in something, and I don't know if this I don't know if this resonates with people that are younger than I don't know thirty five, thirty. I don't know if this is going to be interesting to them, but it's interesting to me. So I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. The thing that bums me out is this is easily something I could get excited about because it's something different and new, and it's and it brings some of the nostalgia back. Whether you're a Roy Jones guy or for me uh, a Mike Tyson guy, w- which is like the definition of boxing for me. 
<clears throat> excuse me. Um, but the thing that bums me out is it gets totally tarnished by the undercard. Like, how do I, yeah. how can I possibly take it serious when the undercard is Jake Paul, a YouTube? And they're going to charge you 60 yeah, bucks. E- exactly. And, and Nate Robinson, who's not even, he's never boxed in his life. I mean, it's well, just, it it, that's charity, the bummer. Right? It's a charity event. So, I that's mean, that's why I, I don't think they're going to go all the way. It's a charity event. I mean, Mike's girlfriend, wife, living, whatever is supposedly a part of the company. So Mike's going to get his, uh, even though he says he's donating. Uh, That's great. Uh, But I think that's why they had to make it. Right. I I don't know if they wanted to put serious boxers in there just so, because here's the thing. If you put a real match before Mike and Roy, and it looks like what probably people think it's going to look like, which is two 50 year old dudes trying to fight each other. Uh, it would mm-hmm. it would tarnish that's an what they're trying point. to do. So right. by putting two friggin' guys that don't belong in the ring, people are gonna be like, ha ha ha, but when the hell are Mike and Roy coming out? And I yeah, think that's I wonder why. I wonder if they're gonna have headgear. I wonder if they're gonna go all all the way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It'll be interesting. Uh, I'll Mike ain't wearing no headgear. But Roy should wear know. a bodysuit. He should yeah. wear a catcher's mask. <laughs> <laughs> During the height. There was nothing bigger than Mike Tyson. Everybody oh, spent shit. every every fight they wanted to get involved. You, you couldn't get bigger than Mike Tyson. He was a big draw. I think he's still going to be a big draw. I think that's mm-hmm. why this is happening. I think boxing has a real big problem because if this really draws well, they're going to have a problem in the fact that two 50-year-old guys and a YouTube guy against yeah. an NBA basketball yeah, player is a bigger draw than an actual I, I actually read a, fight. I read an article on the four-letter today, and that was one of the issues they brought up. They said, does it say more about the staying power of Mike Tyson specifically and Roy Jones Jr., or does it say more about the fact that the up and coming of boxing is just nothing to be really that excited about. And what's basically happened for the last 15 years or so. Well, boxing is dead and has been dead. Right. I mean, let's be honest. It hasn't drawn at least the heavy real. Well, and let's be real. Well, everybody wants to see the heavyweights. I mean, you're not going to go through another period in time where there was going to be a Michael Dunn, you know, a a Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, you know, uh, the guys that, that went at it Mm -hmm. all, you know, Marvin Hagler, you could go on and on. Anyone, and anyone good enough to, to even be at that level is probably going to MMA anyway. That's, that's not where, true either because MMA is also washed out. That's the awful. But, the, they, but that's a fight between the week. two. Between the two, that's the one yeah. that people are watching. Uh, MMA's lost its steam too. They and, fight every single week. There's issues all over the place. It's it's more he what what MMA did better than boxing is they turned MMA into half wrestling, but it's real. So there's storylines. You have Dana White who talks crap. I mean, what other owner or 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 you know president of an organization comes out and just bashes people like he does it's to get views you know he has wwe (laughs) fake yeah yeah tyson fury i mean he's a draw and if i say anything tyson fury does give a little bit of love to boxing and i think he draws a little bit Mm -hmm. well and people are looking forward to his next fight we shall see if tyson and roy jones are you guys gonna buy it before we move on absolutely uh, i I already bought it joe you're gonna buy it I'm going to go to somebody's house that buys it. You're going to go to somebody's <laughs> house and you're going to watch it. Yeah. Are you, uh, Hub, second question. Yeah. Are you going to watch yeah. the Nate Robinson, uh, Jake Paul fight? Uh, I, I mean, I'll probably, it'll be one of those, like I'm getting stuff together and peeking Just in. Peek on it. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. I'm definitely watching it. Cause it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I like to watch ridiculous stuff. <laughs> Not many people have pulled off these slam dunk contests and boxing double. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what do you say? Uh, I'll probably gamble on it. So they'll be watching <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get out of here on this episode of the boat show, Hub, what do you got for us? You got to bring us a song, give us a fire. It's not something by Kid Cudi because you've been no, a no, 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 about him. no, not Kid Cudi. Uh, so I was I was doing some research last night about some stuff, and and my daughter, my youngest, my five year old, came up to me and she literally said to me, "Daddy, can I pick your song for this week?" So I was like, "You know what? Let's do this." So I was 100% assuming it was either going to be a song from Descendants uh, on Disney Plus or uh, Hamilton, which are her favorites. And she goes, I want to do NF and the song Leave Me Alone. And I was like, really? So man, for those of you, who don't, I swear. Yeah, man. So for those of you who don't know, NF stands for Nate Fierstein. He's a rapper out of Michigan. Uh, and he is is pretty he, his steam is growing he's had a bunch of hit songs and and he's one of those new age guys that uh does not curse does not uh speak negatively about women he all of his music leans on his experience and things that have happened in his life and this song is called leave me alone it's outstanding uh and it's off his album called the search which is a really 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 good album you guys should check it out his name's nf stay tuned i'll give you some more next time Hub's daughter has more hip hop and rap knowledge than myself, which is That's, really nice. I was saying no, I, she, I gotta up it. I gotta up she, my game in my house. She doesn't play. You should see her in her room when I walk in and NF is playing. She's she goes ham in there. That's awesome. Singing the songs. Yeah. It's She's great. our future. It's all on her. No so pressure. So shout out to my little baby Aja. I love you. Right on. Joe, but anything else before we get out of here on this episode of the boat? Yeah, show? I'm just gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna quiet it down. I'm just gonna ask people to please subscribe. I don't want to work yep. anymore. I would like to do this for the rest of my life. I so the more that. subscribers and uh, people that we can get listening, the closer I can get to uh, living on the beach. Thank JD you. seconds that for Hub, for JD, for Joe. I am CG. We'll be back with another episode and possibly Mac. Didn't have a Mac sighting this episode, yeah, but possibly shocker. next week here on The Boat Show. Don't forget to subscribe. It's Boys Over Analyzing Things here on Spotify, Apple, and all of your streaming needs.